Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live, live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Hello, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape. This is the movies, video games, and comic books, and TV uh, review, news, and culture show born out of Geekscape.net. Probably your favorite site on the internet now that you're discovering it right now. Um, every week I like to have a special guest in the studio, and I'm not just freewheeling it myself. Um, it was a good show last week, but this week we got a super special guest, Yuri Lowenthal. He's the voice of Ben 10. On Cartoon Network, he's also the voice, if you play the Prince of, the Prince of Persia games, he's, uh, yeah. he's the voice of the good ones. And, uh, wait, come on, we know that's true. It's, yeah, I'm not going to deny we it. We know that's true. And um, I heard a rumor that you're also the voice of Nightwing in the new Injustice. Rumor only. Rumor only that you're playing there's, Nightwing. There's somebody out there who really wants me to be Nightwing, and so every time something comes out that has Nightwing in it, they go to the IMDb and they put my name up as it, Nightwing. Wait. You know that that Injustice Gods Among Us DC game that never well like never Realm Studios is putting out like the video game. You're not playing Nightwing. I'm not playing Nightwing. That I know of, unless they haven't called me in to record yet. Really? Yeah. No, I rumor. Okay. But they also said for for DC Online that somebody else somebody also put it up there. What is that? I, you know, would you even want to play Nightwing? Much, sure. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well. What yeah, I mean, I'd, what, I'd have I to mean, ask Kyle Higgins first if it was okay. But. Oh, is that like his thing? No, yeah, he's he's writing for uh, he's writing Nightwing right now. And okay, he's, he's so, so that would be. I mean, is that a character you'd really want, or like who would be the biggest comic book character that you would want to play in like a video game or like a movie or something like that? Oh my god, most of the most of the characters that I would want to play, I'm totally not right for. Like, like, I, like Starfire. Like, oh. Yeah, like Batman. Right. <laughs> okay, good point. I'm I'm writer for Starfire than I am for the Batman. Right. Let's say, um, or Moon Knight, or you know somebody. Somebody that, that, I, that I've always loved, and I'm like, I'd love to play that. But then I listen to myself, or you know, I, I sort of look at the character. I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I'm really right for that character. But Nightwing? But yeah, yeah, I think, I think Nightwing, Nightwing will work. You know, I mean, what would, I mean, with voiceover, what mm. would Nightwing even sound like? Well, that's, you know, it probably wouldn't be that far off my, 
off this voice I'm using right now. You don't now. think so? I mean, yeah. what's funny is I actually got yeah. some lines from NeverRealm Studios. You, can you do this? I um, can absolutely do on. this. I love surprises. Johnny, did I you get this email? Johnny, did you show. get the email or do I still have it? Okay, here it is. Uh, it's a picture. You know, it's a it's a it's a line of wow. It's a line of dialogue from the NeverRealm game. You made that up. No, I didn't. Seriously. Uh, so NetherRealm is doing this this game, um, Injustice Gods Among Us, and I actually have some dialogue here from the game for the Nightwing character, and I was going to, like, let you read some of it. It'll um, be the only time you'll ever hear it. We might as well do it <laughs> Yeah, now. I mean, I, I figured, right. I, I, I honestly thought that you knew this dialogue. So uh, if you want to read so, some of those lines on there. I would love to. There are a couple. Just take it from the top. Like, how would you do It's a fighting game, so what are some of those? those just go right. for it. Okay, some of the... I think you can do better than that. That's, that'd be good for like a That's, fight, you know. Right. I think you can do better right. than that, right? What else? Right. I can do this all day. Oh, that'd be good, yeah. right? Like yeah. he's beating somebody up. I can do this all day, right? right? Okay. Batman taught me to fight dirty. Sure. Yeah. yeah you Batman that, cheats. Right? We know that. That's right. canon. I banged Starfire, and my crotch burned for weeks after. Wait. A, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, they, is, they, I know this is this is, they wrote this it. is in the game. What else? Oh, now, now I'm really sad. I'm, okay. Once I found roofies in Batman's utility belt. Which explains his luck with women. Yeah, hey. Because he's angry, you know, because Batman yeah, this always game is getting better. Right? right? Man. Right? right? Sometimes I wish Bruce Wayne would really die so I could be Batman permanently. You know what? I think that's real. I think that's I what, think that might be. Yeah, that's yeah, Nightwing's yeah, inner yeah, thing right that's there. That's the inside. Uh, what else you got on there? I'm just going to say it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt sucked in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, true. Nightwing would say that. Nightwing because, would because, absolutely you know, say because, that. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt would end up playing Nightwing Oof. in a Nightwing movie anyway. Right. Uh, I banged Barbara Gordon right into that chair. Oh, nice. oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Yeah. That's, that, whoa, that's, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, I, I always knew that that was the accident. Yeah, it wasn't the Joker's bullet. No. It was Nightwing's no. rod. No. Alfred touched me. A few times. That's on there? Yeah. Oh. That, is, that is in the game. Okay. Yeah. Why does no one care about the outsiders? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Nobody cares about yeah, the outsiders. Right, right. If I had Jason Todd's face, I'd wear a red hood too. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a nice and that, that's, also that's a good in the slam. Game. Sometimes I wish the Joker would blow me up so I could get some attention for once. That's true. Nobody yeah. cares about nobody he's, cares he's about angry. Dick Grayson. I mean, you look at the guy; he's angry. Yeah, nobody cares about well, Dick Grayson. No. They just care about the ones that the Joker blows up. Right, right. Cyborg's urine makes a mean coffee because he's black. What? That's that's on. <laughs> Give me that. Are you sure? Give me. The, yeah, sure? I don't. You know what? If I think these are real, I'm totally I, buying this game. Uh, I'm not a big totally real. I'm not a big fight game fan, but like it's got the insignia and everything. Like. We, we just, you know, and that, I'm playing uh, that game. I think you should. That Injustice, me of the, gods among us, the, gods and pervs, and like <laughs> racist pervs among us, racist it's, superheroes. It's the internet. Um, that wow. reminds me, we saw movie 43 uh, last night. How and, was that? Uh, there's the the last uh, short on there. Um, the sort of the, the call, the sort of the, the call to arms thing is because you're black. That's why you're gonna win. Um, and I, <laughs> oh, I mean, that was the one with leave. like Terrence Howard. I'm, yeah, it's the one with Terrence Howard. Um, and that's all I'm gonna give you so that you go and see the movie. We talked to Peter Farrelly last week on the show. Oh, did you really? We did, sir. Promoting that movie. I think you, I mean, sadly, I think you guys are the only ones who saw. Or the only ones. Well, well, think about it. It's called Movie 43. What does that say? Right. It doesn't say anything. If I didn't know, I mean, it's got a million famous people in it, but it's it's like Amazon Women on the Moon with the most famous people. I love Amazon Women on the Moon. Me too. And it, and it's, it would actually make a good pairing with The Ten. Did you see David Wayne's? Yeah. The Ten? Yeah. Yeah. It's a state guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very much in that, in that line. And some of it, some of it works. 
and some of it doesn't. But the stuff that works made me laugh my ass. Like these lines from Injustice, God's Among Us? Or the, well, you know. Some of it works. That'll some totally work. Right, exactly. Some Dick Grayson banging, uh, banging, banging Barbara, Barbara Gordon, Gordon into a wheelchair, into a wheelchair. is a little That's, fucked up. Um, so we have a big show coming up. Not only do we have Yuri here, but... Uh, we got uh, Seth Gable from Fringe. Is calling, yeah, calling up. Exactly. He's going to call up, and he's in a new movie called Allegiance. And uh, he's also he he hasn't he hasn't uh, had the. I mean, these episodes haven't aired, but he's got a couple episodes at least. I think he's at least one of Arrow. Do you watch Arrow? I haven't watched Arrow yet. I don't have I don't have cable anymore, and so it's right. so I, I'm gonna have to go back and and, and pick okay. it up. So all right, because um, I, I watch I, Arrow. I've watched every single episode of Arrow. Well, I, I, I hear so there there are people who love it. Yeah, there are people you're who one, love it. You're one of them, aren't, aren't you? Um, yeah, I, I love Arrow. I'm just going to admit it. Is it is it okay for me to it's, love a, a CW show that's geared towards ladies because the guy has his shirt off at all times? Most of the time, and he can do that. Apparently, he can do that uh, salmon thing with the, yeah. up the wall with the where you yeah where, where you have you, a pole and you have you do a pole the, and you just the salmon lifts. Did they make you do that in the Spartan run? Uh, no, no. If they did that, oh. I would have been screwed. Okay. Um, yeah, the Spartan. You should do I one was, of those Spartan that, races. I was with out of me. town. I had, I, had, I was going to sign up for it with another group of people. I didn't know you were doing it. Although you were the one who I do every told single one. Really? You're amazing. I do every single one. Look at this guy. Look at me. I, I'm looking at you right now. I do every single one. Um, I love it. Uh, if you guys go to Geekscape right now, uh, there is a front page article that I put up this morning about how being a geek actually makes me a better jock. That's the wow. name of the article. How being a geek makes me a better jock. Because the entire time I'm running in those races, all I'm thinking about is how it correlates to being a geek. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, for instance. It the, becomes a real world application for you. It does. It does. Uh, well, I do a lot of running outdoors. in, a, in a, this I, pla- I, the, I, I know. I've done I run, I run a new place. I run a new place. place, and it is a ton of hills, ton of canyon. It's about three or four times as far as we I, ran that I day. I did not want to run that. It was either. awful. But um, it goes... It's, it's so long that you start out in woods, and then you go to desert, and then you just go to, like, an arid hill. Wow. And so I call it uh, Kakiri Forest from Zelda, and then I say you run into uh, Gerudo Desert, and then you run up the uh, Goron's Mountain. You remember <laughs> the Goron's Mountain in Ocarina of Time? Do you remember that, Johnny Ice? No, no. no John, Johnny Ice was too busy getting that's laid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I think about. So in the, in the Spartan right. race, I'm trying to convince these people, because the best thing is, um, for instance, they have a... a one obstacle that's just a bunch of barbed wire that's like a foot off the ground. And a lot of people try and do Call of Duty like Sergeant Rock crawls under it. And I'm right. like, no, the fastest way to do it is you have to tuck your arms in, you have to get as you have to get tall, get on your side, and just barrel roll through it. So the entire time mm-hmm. I'm doing it, I'm just thinking, do a barrel roll, do a barrel roll, <laughs> do a barrel roll from Star Fox. Right. And that's the kind of stuff that got me through it. Right. You know, was thinking like a geek actually made me a better jock. And that's how I've been for years. That's how I made it through the zombie run, I'm sure. The zombie run. There were some people was, from the zombie run there. They oh, were like, is this I'm anything sure. like the zombie run? I was like, you're about to die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some video for the zombie run. The zombie run, run and it's not. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw a guy go through the zombie run on a GoPro, and I was like, this looks like a lot of chubby people. I think it's a great run. No, don't get me wrong. Cause, yeah, I mean, was, I say that. I say that, but, but keep in mind, the first 5K that I, I did off the couch, like, I walked half of it. I was so out of shape. Right. Um, I think the zombie run is a great place to start if you want to do, uh, like, it is, if you want to do obstacle racing, and sprinting and then it's walking awesome. And, and there's a lot of cool stuff. There's, like, rope walls, and, and it's got some of the obstacles that you've got in, in, um, in a, a Spartan race. But in mm. a Spartan race, if you F up those obstacles, you end up having to do 30 burpees, like, Regardless, so oh really? Yeah, you could end up doing nine hundred burpees in this race. Yikes! Which is a bum thing. I did sixty. Um, let's take a quick call, but then I got to clear the calls because Seth Gable is going to call up uh, mm-hmm. in, a, in a couple minutes. 
Hey, you're on with Geekscape. Hello? You're on with Geekscape. Hey, hey John, it's Frank. Hey, Frank F- Frank from Long Island. What's up, buddy? Nice. What's up, man? Uh, just watching the show on my iPad. It's pretty great that it works like that. Yeah, you know what? Last week we had a couple of people saying that we had video problems getting the show on a computer, and it was the video was only working for people with iPads, which is cool that some people were able to do that on their little iOS devices. I thought that was cool. Um, how are things going with you, Frank? Uh, I can't complain. Pretty pretty good, you know. Got some nice, warm, 40-degree weather on Long Island. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you going to buy this uh, Injustice Gods Among Us game now that you know some of the dialogue in it? What do you think? If that if that dialogue's in it, it sounds like the next best thing from Saints Row the Third. Yeah, oh, Saints I Row mean, the Third, nice. Yeah, yep. You know, Frank actually bought what was left of THQ after it was done. That's a sad story <laughs> that THQ went down. Um, listen, Frank, I'm going to hop you off the off the floor. I'm going to keep the line open for Seth. Um, everything going okay with you? You haven't been on the forums. What's up with that? Oh, you, you know how I am. Sometimes I'm working so much I don't have a chance to get on the forums. But uh, make sure to ask Seth my question that I. Posted. Okay. What's your What's your question? I want to know if he gets mistaken for Killian Murphy all the time. You're a dick. All right, that's enough. <laughs> You're, you get, off, get off the phone. You're a jerk. That's the kind of thing that, I mean, only on Geekscape do we have jerk listeners. I think they take after their fearless they're, leader. They're the worst. Geekscape you, you bring is, it out in them. You are the worst. So what have you guys been working on? More Shelf Life? What's going yeah. on with Shelf Life? Yeah, Shelf Life, we shot season four. Um, season four. Season four. When I had you on a, a year ago, we, we would just. Fi- what did we just finish then? <laughs> you were finishing like season, season two. One, two. Season yeah, one. Like season two. I don't remember. Um, and they, I mean, when do you guys shoot these? Like in a weekend? Usually we shoot them. In a, when we first started, we'd, we were trying to keep it simple, so we would shoot you know ten episodes, a full season over a weekend, and then we'd start getting more complicated, and we'd have to add you know like a pickup day here and there. Mm-hmm. And uh, season four was so ridiculous that we've shot nine days. I think, which is about four times what we'd normally... That's your Empire uh, Strikes Back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It is. And uh, and we were still picking up little things here and there, miniatures, you know, shooting miniatures and stuff like that. So for the uninitiated Geekscape, Shelf Life is a, is, a, is a show that Yuri and his wife, Tara Platt, do where it's basically a, a group of action figures on a shelf... And their banter when they're not being played with, right? Like the first yeah, two, the first two seasons were like basically the banter. But you're telling me that now things may have gotten off of the shelf, absolutely. And now there's the action sequences, or there's what's yeah. going on? Oh yeah, it's there's. I mean, I, it's so much bigger, and it's so we do get off the shelf. That mm-hmm. was the thing. We raised some money on Indiegogo, and we said, you know, everybody wants to see these guys off the shelf, so we had to take them there. But that took extra planning and right. production and money and stuff. Um, but but we do we take them to different locations you know sometimes they're you know there's an episode there's still little action figures there's still there's still little action figures although played by you know people in costumes right so so uh so we had to build things big you know all our props have to be holy crap so you built like a like a giant the edge of a bathtub exactly like a faucet and stuff well we it's we're, we're getting tricky with it but you know some of the stuff was shot on green screen but some of it is practical sets um, you know, giant couch with a giant remote and, you know, all sorts of... Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And they're, Where do you they're, store that crap when you're not shooting? See, that's what, that's what took money. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting, a, you know, the different spaces. That right. Because we had always just shot it in our studio and we just have everything happen on the shelf, which made it easy. But then, you know, it got a little, a little stayed after a while. Right. And we're like, we got to take them off the shelf and do something fun. So, Man. And great, great guest stars this season, too. Who's really some exciting. of the guest stars in this season? Um, uh, the return of Phil Morris, who uh-huh. plays Black Velvet. Okay. So he's, he's, he's back on. <laughs> All right. Uh, which is great. We've got, uh, I'm, I'm trying to decide exactly how many I should uh, oh, we might reveal. Well. Yeah. Talk, talk, well, talk about where else are you going to reveal it? Uh, Amber Benson. 
Oh, wow. Um, is on. Um, we've got uh, also Miracle Lori, who's on Dollhouse. Yeah, we had her on and Geekscape. She was great. Oh, did you, yeah, I love, we like Miracle. And her husband, who, yeah, I mean, they played, they played music yeah, for us. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, they're, they're ukulele, mm-hmm. uh, ukebox box heroes. heroes. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, did you see this this Amber Benson movie, Dust Up? No, but I, I really this movie is, is screwed up. Good, because that's what I look it's for awesome. in a movie. Yeah, uh, we had the director on the show back, I think, in November, mm-hmm. and he sent me a DVD of this movie, and it's bent. Like it, the movie's messed up. Oh, I was so like, a dude that is, would be the, the case. dude is choking someone to death and getting excited, and as he chokes him, as the life leaves him, the dude just really goes, yeah, wow, <laughs> just like pff, you see some yogurt smack, yeah. It's pretty brutal stuff. I'm gonna uh, have to. So it's available then for. Yeah, I remember the last time VOD. I talked to her about it. Okay, and it's okay. It, brace yourself, dust up. I recommend it, but brace yourself. I will. But the the choking thing. Yeah. 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 Hey, you're on with Geekscape. Hey, it's Seth Gable. Hey, Seth, how are you doing, guys? It is uh, Fringe star Seth Gable. He's in a brand new movie called Allegiance. It's on VOD right now. You can also get it on. Uh, you can probably get it on iTunes and Netflix right now. Seth, what's up, man? Yeah. Uh, not much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been tough getting Seth on the show because he keeps going up to Canada to shoot Arrow. Right. Well, and and as much as I want him to call into the show, I'm like also an Arrow fan. Right. So yeah. it's not. You don't been want a, to get in the way of that. I don't want to get in the way of that. So I've been like, all right. I guess that's a, no, a valid excuse is for you to go and shoot some more Arrow, which I'm going to watch because I love <laughs> Arrow. I guess I I guess we can push you another week. But let me tell you, Seth, I was getting impatient. Pretty soon, I was gonna have to start. Do- I was gonna start doing the show in Vancouver. <laughs> uh, of course, that's just my way to did be you, on. The- uh, What's that? Did you watch last night? I did not watch last night because I was prepping the show. Were you, was Vertigo? Now you play Vertigo. Count on, are they calling him Vertigo on the show, or are they calling him like Count or something? Well, I'm called the Count, and I'm based on the character of Count Vertigo. Okay, and you made your appearance last night. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go home and watch oh, yeah. that. Now, Damn. I, now I want to go home. Watch I gotta go home and watch that. One yet. Now, I, let me tell you, we had set. We actually interviewed you at Comic Con a couple of years ago for for Fringe. But uh, uh-huh. where I really saw Seth was my buddy Mike Connors and Sean Mullen from college. They made a movie called Allegiance, right? And I watched it back. Oh, when you're, it, you're friends with them? I didn't know that. I'm friends with them. We went to Columbia. They, they wrote it about their "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" policy that they had to go through together. <laughs> I mean, you kidding me? Like, like they were the two, like these guys. These guys were at Columbia Film School with me, mm-hmm. and uh, they went off to make this movie. And at the time, it was called Recalled. It was based on Mike's short film uh, mm-hmm. from Columbia, and and, he, and then yeah. the movie is released as Allegiance. So Geekscape is when you go on to look for VOD and iTunes. Look for Allegiance. That's the movie Seth is in. And why don't you tell me a little bit about the movie? Like, who do you play in the movie, and what's it about? I play a lieutenant in the National Guard, uh, and it takes place. 2003, right when the National Guard was called up to go to Iraq. Mm-hmm. And what happens is I get questionably transferred out of the unit. And uh, one of my soldiers, Bow Wow, comes up to me and tells me that his son is dying and he needs me to help him escape from the base. So I need to uh, figure out how to help him escape and ultimately choose between the loyalty to my friend, my fiance, and my country. Right. You see what is, what's going on oh. here? So, so he. It's drama. It's a little bit more complicated than what, what Seth just said. And it, it sounds okay. simple. This guy doesn't want to get recalled into war. Right. Yeah. Remember when the recall thing was going on? And, oh, and yeah. really, like Mike Connors uh, was worried about that stuff. I, I mean, yeah. I was I was in school with Mike when the recall stuff with Iraq and Afghanistan started happening. And the director, Mike Connors, was a buddy of mine. And he really thought he was going to get recalled and have to go back to war while he's uh-huh. trying to finish up his graduate degree. So he, this is where he wrote this movie. Uh-huh. And in the movie, 
Seth is Seth is uh, Seth is kind of you, you. Your father's part of the military, and he can kind of pull favors for you. And already, they the the whole unit is kind of sketchy with you, and kind of thinking that that you got an easy way out, and not you're not going to have to go overseas. Is that is that true? Yeah, exactly. And then Bow Wow shows up, and Bow Wow literally wants off of the base for personal reasons, and he enlists Seth to try and sneak him off, which yeah. it kind of turns into like, you know, it kind of turns into like a, a prison escape movie, uh-huh. but they're not criminals. They're soldiers, and right. they're escaping right. from, you know, it, I mean, it's a morality tale. It's, it's, yeah. pretty, it's a pretty good movie, and it's got, it's got Aiden it's a, Quinn in it. Oh, wow. It's got Aiden Quinn in it. It's got, who's the guy from The Wire, Seth? I, I, I keep forgetting his um, name. Pablo Schreiber. He's an excellent actor. Remember in the second season of The Wire, the one with the docs? The tall dude. No, I'm I'm the, I'm the one guy who hasn't seen The Wire. Yet. We're talking to Yuri Lowenthal, the voice of Ben Ten. He, he's too busy with Ben Ten to watch The Wire, Seth. Um, yeah, he's he, that guy. Pablo good, good is in Seth. it. He's awesome. Yeah, I mean, right. every actor every, in this movie is good, and everybody from The Wire was good. So now, 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 the movie is available right now. And Seth, I got to be honest with you. I'm a little upset with the, with Sean Mullen, the the producer, because he's a close friend of mine. I was over at his house on Tuesday, and things are still uncomfortable between us. I mailed him a Tokyo Drift poster for Bow Wow to, to sign when you guys were shooting the movie. Uh-huh. And he claimed he brought it up to Bow Wow, and Bow Wow couldn't do it for one reason or another. I think Sean never brought it up. I think, I think the poster I mailed Sean never left the poster tube. Can you confirm it's, it's that? possible. I think Sean wanted to probably play it cool and not be asking Bow Wow for autographs. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Damn it. I could imagine that happening. Damn it. What a jerk. You know, he, he wants to play it cool <laughs> with the celebrities. Anyway. He wants to play it cool with the celebrities, so he never even gave him my Tokyo Drift poster. Or my, I had a like Mike poster wrapped up in there, too. But That's what Sean crazy. has going for him, he has the largest torso I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Sean is about 6'7". <laughs> How tall is Sean? He's huge. And whenever we hang yeah, out... I'm like, a, like I'm like a Mexican three. guy. When we hang out, it looks like, like Baloo and Mowgli. <laughs> 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 so the, the movie's called Allegiance. You really should... I mean, what's been going on with this movie coming out, Seth? Like, you've got to be getting uh, some attention from this. Because, I mean, it's, it's not a performance like the one that you give on Fringe or, you, or I'm guessing you give on Arrow. Like, this is a dramatic performance. Are you getting some attention yeah, from this? Yeah, it, it's been good. I think the people that, like, really pay attention to the movie and understand its authenticity and the fact that it's made by veterans and, uh, and really speaks something true that happened and isn't what what you expect. Right. Um, from a movie, because I think Hollywood has a, a tendency to put a gloss on things or, or some kind of, I don't know, liberal perspective on things. And this is just, like, a very honest um, viewpoint through which you can, you, you can view this very unique experience of what it was like for National Guardsmen to be called off. And so... I think when people understand the full context of it and they see the film, I think they can really appreciate it. And I've, I've gotten great feedback from people um, who, who really understand all of that. And, um, and it really opens up a conversation for what the real soldier experience is. And that's all changing now, too, with, with women being called up in the military. And uh, it's just it's crazy. It's really, it's really crazy what's going on right now. It really, uh, the women can now serve on the front lines right that that's new yeah. and um and that is something that i know mike went for was trying not to be anti-war or pro-war mm-hmm. this and that like it, and it really discusses the issue it's a good movie if you guys are in uh, are up for like a prison escape movie on an army base with actual soldiers now now seth this this episode of arrow that i'm going to watch where you play the count uh-huh. is it the only episode of arrow that you're on how many episodes are you doing of arrow 
Well, I'm not. I'm not supposed to say. Okay, but, five. Uh, great. Possible that you'll see more of me. Um, I think if you pay attention to the episode that just aired, you'll you'll get hints as to whether or not I'll be back. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's all I'm allowed to say. Or total. And how close how close to the comic book do you play them? You know, we're Geekscape, so of course we care about the whole comic book thing. Um, not very, honestly. Um, when I was uh, when they called me to pitch me the part initially, they talked about how it was going to be an adaptation, how the show Arrow tries to um, keep things more grounded in reality, meaning people don't have superpowers, and so um, their their intent was to adapt his character similarly to how Ra's al Ghul has been adapted in like, the Dark Knight series. Okay. And, um, and so he's a man who has superpowers, but those get manifested in kind of other forms, in skills, if you will. And so the Count's skill is his ability to craft this drug called Vertigo that I fell on the street. And so whatever superpowers the character had been manifested in that drug, which I kind of use to manipulate people. Okay. So you're like a wealthy drug pusher. And you run the well, city, you run that part of the city. He's like a street thug. He's very street, but uh-huh. uh, he's starting to acquire wealth and power and becomes a real threat to everyone. Now, see, Yuri, you don't watch the show, but I know the show like mm-hmm. the back of my hand. And in the show, the main characters are opening up a nightclub. Not only that, Arrow's sister is having some some drug abuse problems, which mm-hmm. could literally lead her right to the front doorstep of this Count Vertigo this guy. Count Vertigo. Am I am I wrong or right? I have not I've not watched last night's episode. You're you're very much right. Damn it, that's gonna be awesome. That is gonna wow. be awesome. Yeah, um, it's like you wrote the show. It's like I wrote the show. That's I mean that's how I want to see it. Okay, so you're in nine more episodes. I'm kidding. I'm putting words in your mouth. But but, but the hint is that we're gonna see more Count Vertigo. Hopefully, past this uh, season it's possible. too. It's possible. I mean I mean you want to be in the show for a while. I mean how was Fringe? I mean you were in Fringe for a while. That's got to be a, a fun gig, right? Oh, it was amazing, and get to be a part of the, the finale was, was awesome, and I shot I shot the finale to Fringe and this, my first Arrow episode, like, right at the same time, so I was kind of running back and forth to each set, and uh, that was really cool. That's Does great. it make you feel good that the fans actually liked this ending? Were you worried, you know, and not to, not to throw anything at J.J. Abrams but after the ending of Lost, etc., but um, the fans are happy with the Fringe ending, right? Like, is that the general yeah, consensus? Any any ending that doesn't end with the show just simply being canceled with nothing <laughs> having been resolved, I think, is a good ending. Right. And in the the fans seem to be supportive of the of the fringe ending, right? Like that that seems to be getting like a like a good like a good response. It seems that way. Okay. All right. Um, now I, I'm not going to keep you forever, but. I, I mean, of course I wanted to know how many more episodes of Arrow you're on because I'm a huge Arrow fan. Um, who is the hottest girl in Arrow? I need to find out. Is it the, is it the daughter? Is it the ex-girlfriend it's, that's it's now with Tommy? It's It's who? Who is it? I, I can't say anything because no. my wife is like... Oh, come on. So you can do this. You can do this. Is it the sister? <laughs> is it the ex-girlfriend? It's multiple choice. The computer girl? Like which one I think is. Or the girl huh? who played the Huntress for two episodes? Remember, oh. the, remember her, the girl who played the Huntress for two episodes? She's on Arrow? Of course. She was yeah. awesome. Oh, uh, this thing uh, rolls Kelly, deep. Kelly Who, right? What, what's her name? Now, Kelly Who played a different character. Kelly Who would definitely okay. take the cake. So it really just depends. But, but, um, but like I, I know your wife is listening. Oh, yeah, you definitely have. You're a guy. You have to listen. To, you have to watch the show. It's Arrow. Okay, so who is the hottest girl on Arrow, Seth? I know your girlfriend is listening. Uh, your wife is listening. Who is the hottest girl on Arrow? Well, you have to make it multiple choice. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the sister... The ex-girlfriend, the computer girl. You know the computer girl? Oh, computer girl. I think I'm going to go with computer girl. 
The one, the, the one that with the glasses that that's like hacking I, yeah, everything. Yeah, I like I like girls with glasses. Okay, so he's gonna go. I can't, I can't even remember the girl's name, but uh, she's got glasses. Yeah, that, that's a good answer. for She revealed kid. that she's Jewish. She's this blonde girl. She's from the comics. She's absolutely from the comics. Okay. And uh, my writer, well, this is what my writer Sean does. After every episode, he writes up an, a a story where he takes like the comics and he takes the TV show and he compares them. And sees so like where the references to the comics are, who the characters are. Oh wow! Oh, he did a whole write up on you, Count Vertigo. He did a full write up on you. Now, aside from Arrow, is comic book movies something like that something you want to get into? Oh yeah, I'd love to. I tried really hard to get into the new Joss Whedon Shield thing, uh-huh. um, which is going to be a TV show and I think possibly a movie crossover. But uh, I heard he's like going for a lot of British people, which I was like, oh man, British come people. On, Joss. You can do a British accent. Yeah, what's, what's with yeah, that? Right. British, British actors and Australian actors. What's going on? Yeah, we can't keep giving these roles away to British actors and Australian actors. It's not cool. Not cool at all. And so you went in on audition for S.H.I.E.L.D. and were really going for it? Or, is it, I mean, did an audition happen? Well, I kind of fell through the cracks with the characters. So uh, so I kind of, I took a leap at this one character, but I definitely wasn't right for it. But I was a little bummed about that. Because I love the, to work with Josh. I think he's a genius. But if the show gets picked up, you would definitely... You know, I mean, once the pilot comes out, I mean, how many episodes are they order? I mean, yeah. once the pilot comes out, you know, this thing's going to be a hit, right? Like this right. show is going to be a juggernaut. Yeah. And then there's yeah. there's probably going to be plenty of places that you can play. You know what I mean? Well, call call Josh up and let him know, please. We will. We'll have him back on the show. Right. We, okay. we, we totally interviewed him at Comic Con. We should next time when we see him in San Diego this summer. That's what we're going to do. Right. And you can say there's a we we need some characters that that'll be played by by Seth and me. They're, first these, off, these you're two, not a patriot. First who, off, you're not a patriot. Right. First off, like quit taking quit taking <laughs> our jobs overseas. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Second, that's, uh, Chris, that's the best Chris, way to approach it. Is, we'll give you Chris Helmsworth. Okay. That's the foreign person you can right. cast. Okay. But this right. Seth Gable Yuri, kid. Yuri's a voice actor, right? Yuri is a voice actor, yeah, right? I do, I do a little bit of everything. Have you have you played any uh, superheroes? He just um, did Nightwing about thirty minutes ago for us. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was Superman on on Legion of Superheroes, and uh, I've been on right. on the an X Men animated show, um, and uh, Young Justice. I, I I play primarily superheroes <laughs> actually. Now that I now that I'm X Men like back in the nineties. Uh, no, uh, more recently uh, X Men and the Wolverine Wolverine and the X Men. I was, oh, uh, cool! I gotta check that out. Yeah, I was Iceman. It was it was it was actually a really good show, really good show. They actually have a, a show that they that he and his wife are putting together called Shelf Life. It's in its fourth season, and it's a web show that's like uh, it's been compared to Toy Story, but it's basically from a, an action figure perspective. It's these action figures, and they get into things whenever their you know uh, you know whenever their owner goes away, and they have discussions, they have adventures. Would you write you know since since he got shafted on the on the shield, would you guys write like Seth oh, a little absolutely. thing? Absolutely. You know what? What we'll have to do is we'll write a character that's basically a know, shield, op- agent. A shield <laughs> agent, a shield operative, and we'll have you, and, and it'll be like an audition for you. <laughs> when they see when they see you on shelf life, when Joss Whedon sees you on shelf life, Seth, he's gonna know he is gonna know that he messed up big time, right? You know, it'll be like the it'll be like the only mess up of his career, but he'll realize how big it was, and he'll be like, I "Damn it." it. Now we're, we're gonna get he and Jeff Loeb are gonna be kicking themselves. Done. You heard it here first. You heard it here first on Geekscape. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, listen, I'm gonna run home after this episode and watch you on uh, on Arrow playing the Count. That sounds Absolutely. awesome. I hope you like it. Well, I'm not only gonna uh, like I it. I had this moment yesterday when it was airing on the East Coast. Uh-huh. I, I live on the West Coast, and I, so I couldn't watch it yet. And I started thinking about all the choices I made, and I was like, Oh no, people might really make fun of me. But then three hours passed, and I, I avoided Twitter to see what people were thinking, and I watched it, and I, and I thought to myself, you know what? My goal was to take big risks with the 
part. I felt like I did that. I felt like I had 100% conviction. If people don't like it, that's their choice. But uh, but I had a really good time doing it. So, uh, so I hope you enjoy well, awesome, man. Awesome. Spoken like a true actor. Right. With conviction. I yeah, like that. He choices. made choices. He stuck to it. Yeah. Um, that is great, man. I'm sure you did great. I can't wait to go home and see it tonight. Um, awesome, Thanks, Seth. You guys, are my, you guys are my number one. <laughs> well, I, I and mean, now I want to see Allegiance. Well, I'm gonna, well go see Allegiance, guys. Yeah. Allegiance is on VOD, iTunes. It's probably on Netflix right now. It's it's uh it's out on DVD and Blu-ray. It's an awesome movie. And I'm going to get your uh, – I'm going to hook you up uh, through – through, uh, through uh, Mike and Sean, I'm going to get your contact info, and uh, and, and we're gonna we're gonna get this shelf life thing to happen just Done. so just to make Joss Whedon feel bad. Done. You know, and then <laughs> and then next time you're on air, we're gonna promote it here on Geekscape. Thanks for calling up, Seth. All right, thanks for having me. All right, have a good night, buddy. Night, you Seth. Bye bye. All right, that was Seth Gable from Fringe and Arrow and the new movie Allegiance. Yep, we're gonna have a spot break here on Geekscape, run some ads, but we'll be right back. We'll take some of your phone calls. And we'll play some music, Chiptones music, from one of you Geekscapists. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Stamps.com is a quick and easy way to get postage. Never go to the post office again. Go to Stamps.com, and before you do anything else, you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in HF to get a very, very special offer for our listeners. That's Stamps.com. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall. Just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy. Sims. The Scruff. Sish them, too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on toadhopnetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love scent bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try scent bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays, and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today, and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from, so go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Is that hunk of junk you call a car always breaking down and leaving you in the dust? Log on to Dyson-Motors.com and check out Dyson's full inventory online. With hundreds of quality cars in stock of all makes and models, you can find the next car of your dreams in minutes. And know you're getting super low pricing. Purchase a car today from Dyson Motors and receive a year of free oil changes. Bad credit? Worried about financing? Log on and get pre-approved in seconds. Go to Dyson-Motors.com and find your new car today. 
Hey, Total listeners, the sports guru. And the butt knocker. From the Sportscast Wednesdays, 4 to 6 Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Total Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. Totopnetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. A great website if you are in the market for gift-giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift-giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout, and save 20%. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. All right, welcome back to Geekscape. we got some phone calls coming in, but first... I want to talk to you, Yuri. You were telling me during the break that you, you've heard that from a lot of actors, that, that uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, yeah. a lot of actors are going for it. But, oh, uh, yeah. but the, the, the thing is, Joss wants British or Australian actors. Well, I, I hadn't heard the thing about, uh, about his, uh, his preference until uh, just now with uh, Seth, but a lot of my friends uh, uh-huh. were, were, were lobbying hard. To get uh, not only as uh, uh, as actors, but uh, production designer, our, our production designer mm-hmm. for uh, for Shelf Life this season, uh, Adam Levermore, did uh, a great uh, piece. He did like a short film that was basically sort of I his saw audition. That. Did you see it? Yeah. yeah, I saw that film. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, everybody was really gunning. Everybody. I mean, I th- it says a lot about I think how good the show is going to be, and you know about how awesome Joss is, which right. you know is no. News I'd want to work with Joss way. Whedon. I don't know what I would do if you need like a. You know, Karate Kid look-alike oh, <laughs> by see, way of go. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Like, is that, you could is, do that. Is that Jimmy Fallon without have, the talent. Uh, is, you know? is that, is that what, what, uh, where people put you? No, they say like Ray Romano or the, the, the guy from Scrubs. Okay. I get that sometimes. Like If I they all, if they all like gang-banged each other right. and somehow <laughs> produced right, a baby, baby right, it the would baby be would be you. Yeah, yeah. If they all like finished on something that would create a baby you know if they all banged like in the, dust up no or, or if they if they banged the girl from species and like impregnated her at the same time i think there's got to be something alien and gross in there if i'm involved well, there's definitely something alien and gross in you <laughs> <laughs> um but I, that, that's that's really interesting about the, the whole shield thing like like how, do, how the heck do you get an audition for that i you know i don't know it it, it seems i'm sure actors would just want to like come in and be like you know maria hill your itinerary ma'am Right, and yeah. then like leave exactly, exactly, you know? and you know those parts I'm sure will roll around eventually, and you know casting a pilot's always really hard because mm-hmm. you know, could you so, play so Danny Rand Iron Fist? I would totally play Danny Rand Iron Fist. Okay, and now there have been so many, uh, so many different you know stories told about Danny, Rand, different you know ages <laughs> yeah. and you know levels of. Uh, you could uh, do a Danny Rand. Oh, absolutely! Right? I'd, I'd get the tattoo. You would literally. Tattoo I would. That. I would. I would probably. Be so nerdy as to if they cast me as Danny Rand, I would probably actually get a tattoo. Oh, man, you're committed. You actors are committed. Right? You either committed or have zero self esteem anymore after the industry has torn it from you. Right. It might be a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I want to take your phone calls, guys, but first, I owe it to a geekscapist uh, to play some of his chiptunes music. This guy, Charlie Amore, I, I think that's really his name. Is that his real I was just about no, to No, no, there's a, there's an R in there. It's Charlie Armore or Armour. Armour. Charlie, Charlie Armour. Armour. But it's spelled like Amore, O-U-R. So is he, is he, he's British? Yeah, he and his yeah. brother Jamie uh, could or be a sister. Canadian. Or Canadian. Uh, I think he's Australian. Uh, Australian. But he's got this that's thing up on thing, iTunes. Yes. It's called the 8-Bit Playing Card Soundtrack, and it's a bunch of chiptunes music. 
and he sent me the chiptunes music today for me to play them on the show and, and give you guys a little bit of listen. Let's and I, I picked a couple songs out. Oh, this is Charlie. This is a Geekscapist. This is the music that he made. This is his art. He He's made this. This came from his soul. And uh, here's a song from the 8-bit card, uh, playing card soundtrack called Ace of Spades. It's on iTunes and Amazon. Look at that. What do you think? What do I you love think? it. It's I love not, it. It's not bad. It's got a little bit of Motorhead in it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, see, I don't. Was, I mean, chip tunes. Like he was like, if you're not in chip tunes, I'm, I'm doing some soundtracks for a game later on, and it's got like some 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 cool music in that. Maybe I you'll be it. into that. But I think this is all right. Okay, here is a song called. I like this song, Hero Boy. Here's this one. Remember, this is on this iTunes is and song. Amazon. You can support a fellow geekscapist with this music if you're into chip tunes. do the soundtrack no the soundtrack to our new show has to be 80s fantasy right right totally <laughs> actually, but, but actually, this isn't bad chip, chip tunes were, that's what uh, Bear McCreary did for, for our first season of Shelf Life he took that as a you know he wanted it all to be as if it were created like on a Casio tone or a, uh-huh. you know it was all like chip tunes uh, like 8-bit video game music if I do need chip tunes for one of my shows like I know where I'm going oh, I'm, going to, I'm going to Charlie and Jamie this is funny Charlie Armour is definitely skilled <laughs> Charlie is skilled all right, so that's Hero Boy, but, but uh, I'm I giving you guys something. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. iTunes. Now, now, now he did a song called Queen of Hearts. I thought it was going to be the Bonnie, like, like a like a like a um, Juice Newton cover, <laughs> but Juice Newton's Queen of Hearts is like one of my favorite songs. You know that song? No. Juice Newton's. It's a country song. I love that song. I thought I thought you were going to cover it, Charlie, but this is Queen of Hearts. Here we go. Doesn't sound like Juice Newton at all, but it's got his own thing going on. What do you think? Something's definitely going on in the game at this point. Like looking for ghosts? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You gotta escape? That's what was the, what was the game? That's what that's what actually uh, came up in my head. Was Is it the... Golden Go- Goblins? Ghosts Ghost and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins. The hardest yeah. game, one of the hardest games ever made? Yeah, where you fire the lances yeah. and the... Yeah. It's pretty good. What do you think? So that's it. Yeah. Charlie and Jamie Armour. I don't know how to pronounce their name, but I don't even know what nation they're from. But they've been Geekscapers for years, and now he's got this 8-bit playing card soundtrack on Amazon. I'm down with this, man. I like this a lot. Uh, I think Johnny Ice is going to try and score with this music. (laughs) <laughs> like would it would it be easy to score with the chip tunes music? Like I, I don't totally. I think I'm a little old for, for like I miss that whole chip tunes thing. You know what I mean? Like there are people who just go around and they listen to like Anamanaguchi oh. and like chip tunes bands. Like that's what they listen to. They go to their oh, concerts wow. and they dance. Wait, seriously? Like Oh like yeah, chip tunes is like a whole thing. They've got concerts, they've got yeah, like making me feel like oh dude, and I, I think I just missed it, but I'm I'm kinda glad I missed it because like music is kind of how you try and score girls in college, and I just couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine? Like, you see a girl, and you're like, "Hey, baby, yeah. come on over. I'm gonna put some music on and set the mood." And all of a sudden, it's like, "Yeah, let's see what's happening." 
Let me take your coat. Stop. Stop looking at me like that. Don't you think? Yeah, I'm looking right at Yuri. Okay, I'll look at Johnny Ice. There we go. It's too sexy. Hey, baby, let, let me give you a foot massage. Oh, wait. Then the music changes. Like, you can't right. can't get into the flow. Okay, so it's maybe maybe not the most romantic music, but it's fun with your friends, you know? I, I saw a Mega Man rock opera once, yeah. a live performance. <laughs> Mega Man rock opera that just took me to another planet. Are you serious? Just, I am absolutely serious. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. That is now that is the nerdiest thing. Did you take Tara to that? Uh, yeah, she was there, but you know she's like a hostage say, crisis. Right say, there. Yeah, let's just say we didn't stay for the whole thing. Oh man, she gave you like that. And, like you wanted and, to stay, but she didn't want to stay. It wasn't just her. I'm going to be honest. Okay. After after a while, I just my mind was blown. All right, I get that. I get that. I was I was I wanted to take my wife to uh, to the Zelda. Hip symphony yeah. thing, like oh, did uh, they do that at the yeah, Hollywood the, Bowl or the, the like the whole Zelda symphony thing? And I keep having to do something during those concerts. The the Zelda Symphony of the Spirits has been here like twice or three times in LA, and I keep missing it. Uh, they play Comic Con, but then it's Comic Con. You're always busy right, doing something. Yeah, there's no time. I did get the Hyrule Historia book in the mail yesterday. This is something I ordered back in June. It is the definitive Nintendo... It's published by Dark Horse Comics, actually, and they published this book. It is... I mean, it was heavy. My wife is like, what is in that box? It is so heavy. Right away, so and I was like, now. it's something I ordered in June, and it just now got published. And I opened it, and it's a giant compendium of, like, everything Hyrule, everything Zelda, through wow. all the games, and it is the definitive... You remember you play Zelda, and, like, in every Zelda game, like, Link wakes up, and he's a new Link... And there's a new Zelda, and they retell you the Zelda and Link story, and you're like, really? Where in the where in the storyline does, does this fit? Like, yeah. is this the same Link? Is this a new Link? Is this a reincarnation of Link? This has the freaking answers right here. It like in one everything. in one page, it tells you the entire timeline in what Zelda every single Zelda game in order. When you opened it, did like light shoot out of it, and oh, like yeah, it was awesome. That oh. Chip Tunes music from Charlie and Jamie started playing. It was amazing. It was so great. It was so much fun. So I, I, every night I've been like, here we go, another lesson from Hyrule. And my wife, wow. you know, <laughs> Laura's like, well, you read that damn big-ass book? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and if I get tired, I know it'll wake me up because the book weighs like 20 pounds. <laughs> falls like, on your lap. Eh. I'm going to wake up with a, like a freaking broken nose from falling asleep while reading this book. I'm so, I mean, I'm so excited about it. Got it. The Hyrule Historia, like it finally shipped, and all the nerds were all excited because they ordered it months ago. Right. Look that up if you're a Zelda fan. The Hyrule Historia from Dark Horse. It's awesome. So awesome. I, I was explaining to my wife the other night because she's been watching me play Nino Kuni. The studio oh, you know, that game's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's you know a lot of people have been telling me that they're like you got to play this. The game. game is awesome. Oh, okay. And it's one of the first RPGs. Of. It's the first RPG of. I've allowed myself to play in years. The first one in my since since I've been dating Laura, uh, been with Laura, I've never played an RPG. I haven't allowed myself to. They take up too much time. I allowed myself to do this one. She watches it. She loves it. Really? And I was like, I wonder if Tara. I wonder if Tara would love that. You would love it. She would play it. Okay. She would play it. All right. So I'm gonna try it. We're walking the dog Sunday night, and I was telling her, I was like, I love that game. We just played it. I was like, I love that game. It's the first time I allowed myself to play a JRPG because I'm such a responsible grown-up and I don't let myself play games that'll, <laughs> that'll take me <laughs> a million years. And, you know, I, I like to do work still. Right. You know, not like the fucking... She doesn't see the comics all over the day. Right. Right. <laughs> see, but that is your work. She so, saw you know. right She saw right through that, Fib. And, uh, and so we're walking the dogs. I was like, yeah, I haven't played an RPG and I'm so proud of myself. And she goes, what are you talking about? 
what do you, you play them all the time. Like you go into menu systems and like the one with Link and I go, whoa, hold up. How did we get eight years into our relationship and we have not had the conversation about how Zelda is not an RPG? That is like phase one, second date at the latest. So did you have the conversation? We then? had a divorce. <laughs> we drew up the papers. Sorry, Laura. I barely knew you. No, don't apologize to Laura. I'm the one crying. She wanted it after that conversation. <laughs> after that conversation, she she was like, I was like, Laura, where are you going? She's like, I'm going to try and get hit by a car. <laughs> like, that, was the, that was the nerdiest thing. <laughs> I was like, sweetie, don't walk into traffic. All right, let's take some phone calls before I close the show. All right, first up, I think this is Molly Mahan, one of our writers. Let's, let's talk to her on the phone. Hey, you're on with Geekscape and Yuri Lowenthal. What's up? Molly. I know it's Molly. I saw the six six one. So Molly's one of our writers, and she calls every week. And I was, and She's I, so I saw she calls from a six six one number. That's how I know it's her. And I was like, if I do not pick up, she will kill herself because she tries every week, and she has yet to get in. Molly, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I wanted to tell you that it's Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses. That's it. Uh, That's it. Yes. Zelda and I Symphony saw it of the Goddesses. Last time it was in L.A. I guess almost a year ago, actually. How was it? It was pretty freaking awesome. Like, they had uh, Robin Williams' daughter, who is named Zelda after the game, which I didn't know. Yep, Zelda Williams was named after Zelda. Really? Robin Williams is a huge Zelda fan. Wow. Yeah, apparently. Wow. What a nerd. Um, no, I, I, saw, I saw him in that comic book store. I saw him at Meltdown, and he was buying so much stuff. Oh, I it, love that. I had a brief conversation with Robin Williams at Meltdown, and he was buying everything. He was, he was, he's a huge comic book geek. Well, I'm sure he's going to get the, uh, the Dark Horse Zelda... It was so good, Molly. It, it's the best book ever. All the all the answers are mine. You want me to give you a moment alone? No, I'll do that later after I watch Seth Gable on uh, on Arrow. I'll watch a little Arrow tonight. Is gonna be great. I'm gonna watch a little Arrow, play a little Nino Cooney, read my Hyrule Historia, read some comic books, choke somebody and rub one out. No, yeah. I, I, I won't have anything left after that That's excitement. True. That's a good point. You kidding me? So Molly. Is going yep. like, so Molly is my local like brony like I, like Shane O'Hare. If you met him at the Geekscape booth, he's one of our writers. Yes. He's like a resident brony. He's uh-huh. in a My Little Pony, but he lives in Alaska. And so whenever there's a My Little Pony event, because the hub loves us, yeah, I send Molly. And Molly just RSVP'd for this major event. I think it's next weekend or the weekend after. And it's like a a, a brony, brony My Little Pony. Sort of- no, it's a coronation in like concert. It's for what? royalty. It's serious, wow. and Molly is going. It's amazing. Molly, tell me yeah. about this thing. What is it? <laughs> it's a it's a coronation concert for uh, for Twilight Sparkle, um, who is a unicorn on the show, and she's gonna I guess become an, an alicorn, which means she's gonna get Pegasus wings. I don't really know how they're gonna explain that, but it's pretty exciting. Allison and I went last year to the. Uh, to the bridal shower. Bridal felt like a horse's bridal, even though it was a wedding party. And that was the most awesome experience ever. <laughs> hey, man, Geekscape. I'm not going to turn people away. No. If you're a geek about you. something like that, then what are you i got to have you. Hey, Molly, I'm going to hop you off real quick because my wife is calling. I think she's mad about the whole... Uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call back in a bit, but here, i got to talk to my wife. Hey, sweetie. You're on Geekscape. Hi. <laughs> You're on with Yuri and I. Yeah, I was hoping I get to talk to you again, what with the divorce and everything. <laughs> yeah, 
your Zelda break, it's outside on the lawn. No, <laughs> no, no. Exposed to the no. elements. You, you know, did you take it out of the You're slip cover? No, it's gone. You don't get to watch it. It's already gone. Gannon made you do this, didn't he? Gannon made you do this. <laughs> you know, she's at home right now playing my, my save file for Nino Cooney. Totally. She's totally playing the game. Sweetie, how are you? I'm always yelled at for leaving that system on, and I don't even play it. <laughs> so you, th- does your PS3 do that, where it just, like, randomly turns on during yeah. the day? Yeah, that actually happens. It just turns I wondered, on. I wondered if it was just me. No. Like, I'll, call, I'll come oh, home, and the, PS, oh, P, the oh. PS3 will just be on, and it'll have been on for hours. Doesn't it have an automatic turn-off? I would have thought. And I know, I, ha- I know it does, because when I watch movies sometimes, it, it says it's going to shut off shut automatically off. Yeah. unless I press a button or something. It has yeah. an automatic yeah, shutoff. No. And then it turns on. So I get home, and Laura's on the couch watching TV, and the system's on. I say, sweetie, please, can you just, like, make sure, like, if you see the green light, just turn it off? And she goes, nope. Not my problem. I want that shit to burn out. Not my, nope. 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 It's not, it's not in my wheelhouse. It's not your in game. wheelhouse. It's your game system. Keep in mind, it's, it's, all, it's our like Blu-ray player. Part of my, Sweetie, think about, it, it. think about it like a VCR. Think about it like our Blu-ray player. It's our Blu-ray player. Like, you know, it's not just a game system. cabinet, I don't see it. The frosted glass hides it. I don't see it. Okay. All right. Does she turn it, does she turn it on? Geekscape is who won this conversation? You know what? That's the thing. That's where the, that's where the trust falls in. Maybe she turns it on and plays some games. Maybe that's how it turned on. She just forgets to turn it off after she plays some... Oh. I'm going to have to install a camera. Three years in, and this is what's happening in our marriage. I'm going to have to install a camera to see if my wife is secretly playing video games. Hmm, I was wondering how some of those corners in the Hyrule Historia got bent. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 Remember when our house sitter played games for like 24 hours? That was Graham. <laughs> <laughs> our, friend, our friend Graham yeah. house sat for us. We were on vacation. He's house sat for us. We came home, and you know how the Wii like registers your time? Yeah. He had beat like two games. It said wow. like 20, one of them said 24 hours. Wow. He played yeah, a game for two. was empty. They were starving. <laughs> it was really sad. Yep. It can happen, guys. You know how you install cameras to make sure your kids are, like, the babysitter's not slapping them around or killing them? <laughs> install cameras to make sure that your partners are not playing your video game systems or reading your comics without permission. That is, what, right. that is the next thing. Can I take, somebody, can I take, one, can I take this camera home, Johnny? Can I take this camera? Can I take this kill, yeah. Toad Hop camera? Can I take this one? Can I take this camera? I'm going to take it home and install it, okay? We can watch you from the Toad Hop studios. <laughs> All right, sweetie, I love you. Do you need to pick up milk or anything on the way home? No. Okay. No. Okay. I, I buy all the groceries. I cook all the meals, and I turn on your video game. Okay, listen to that. Just throw wow. me out of the bus. All right. Wow. We're going to talk about this when I get home. <laughs> no, right. we're not. We're going to play Nino Cooney. We're going to play Nino Cooney. I love you, sweetie. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Uh, you see what I have to live with? I know. She's I amazing. I love her. All right. Let's take one quick phone call. We only got two minutes left in the show. What? I'm going to go up. with 907. This is Geekscape. Speak. Yo, it's you here. Who's this? Hello? Hey, it's what's Shane up? O'Hare. It's who? Shane O'Hare. Oh, know? it's Shane in Alaska. Shane. Shane, are you pissed that you don't get to go to the coronation ceremony for my little pony? I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. I am so pissed. You sent me that email, and I just was like, motherfucker. Yeah, I, I really felt bad sending you that email, and I thought maybe, uh, you know, you could be a guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, I was like, how, I was like, how is he going to get over this? Maybe he'll just be a guy. 
Uh, <laughs> Over the age of 12? I, I, can go buy, I can go buy another gun and go, go kill them. All right. Things got serious. All right, Shane. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys will see Shane at WonderCon. Can't you wait? Um, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Keep your head up. Right, bye. Oh, man. See the Geekscapists uh, I deal with, man? Uh, it's, it's They're amazing. crazy. It's amazing. I love I that. love how Molly Mahan, who I think is crazy, is the was the sadest phone call. Yeah. Man, my, my wife is going to give me a talking to when I get home. Do you ever have conversations like that with Tara? All the time. <laughs> how long have you guys been married? It's, we've been married 11 years. So how do you make it? Keep, uh, in, keep in mind, my marriage is fucking awesome. And right, we yeah, will totally as, make it 11 years. Right. right. As, as, is, that as the key? Is, is that the key secret infidelis gaming time? Yes. The key, the key is having an office that's separate from the house. Okay. So she doesn't have to put up with it. All right. All right. Cool. Because I'm telling you, man... Whatever your partner is doing, when you walk in that door from work, that's what they think you've been doing all freaking day. That is that's the truth true. right there. Yep. If they walk in and you are playing video games, that is They're what they think you did the second they, they walked out of that video door. Games the whole day. All day, reading comics or any of that. It is tough being a geek. It is. You have to bring them into your inner world. Have them watch the Nino Kuni. Have them read some of your comic books. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. You've got to live with that. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you walk out of the Metroid concert earlier or whatever that was. <laughs> the Mega Man concert. Uh, Yuri, it is great. To have you here. I, we didn't even mention that Ben 10 Omniverse is Look out next week. You get some money from this when this sells? You get some royalties? I don't know. Ben 10 Omniverse. It's probably out not, on Tuesday. I'm going to buy it anyway. Okay. It's out on Tuesday, guys. Ben 10 Omniverse. The voice of Ben 10 right over here. Right here. Yuri Lowenthal. Thank you for being on here. you got to watch Shelf Life on YouTube. Go look that up. ShelfLifeTheSeries.com. ShelfLifeSeries.com. ShelfLifeSeries.com. Yeah. Yuri's amazing. Now i got to go home and watch Seth Gable on arrow it's gonna be awesome you, you love us too much sometimes jonathan check us out on facebook youtube twitter search for geekscape join us up i'm at jonathan Leonard on twitter he's at yuri lowenthal on twitter follow us know what's going on and of course check out geekscape.net we're always posting stuff that's our home base over and out Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.